Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. What's Reggie doing? Uh, licking his bits. Lovely. So if you're on the YouTubes, what a treat. What a lovely way to start an episode. Thanks for that, Reg. <laughs> Reggie's been a little bit ill this week, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's been in the vets because he got hold of um, some ibuprofen, didn't he? Oh, how did you say it? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Um, we yeah. left him for like a minute. Literally, like usually, like if he's gone, we know he's up to trouble. So like, we're we're going finding him. Mm. Literally, the one time we don't instantly go and find him, give him a little bit of trust because he'd slept on the bed all morning on his own. He was he was doing really well. We gained a little bit of trust. Mm. And he threw it all back in our face. Threw it right in our face. One and a half ibuprofen down. Mm-hmm. Well, we think we still don't even actually know. We can't find them though, so I'm starting to believe that maybe he did eat them. Yeah. Either way, we spent a lot of hours in the vets. Reggie's now got tablets and two different medicines that he needs to take. Yeah. And we've got like a full timetable of the day ahead, haven't we? Oh, Which is cra- in fact, in the middle of us recording this podcast, in five minutes, I bet an alarm goes off, doesn't it? To tell us we need to right. do something. I'm going to pause it because not That'll the podcast. Be annoying. I'm going to keep the podcast going, but I'm just going to. It add... is yeah, half three. Do you know what we can do though? Just uh, we'll just put it on the four o'clock one. Oh, we can do that, can't we? Yeah, so I'll just turn that one off and then I'll just write it there. Because <laughs> just oh, Reggie, oh no, come over here, mate. He's now trying to like get up towards the camera. <laughs> I hope his face is just right pressed in front. Reggie, do you want to come here, pal? No, you want to. No, I want to get up there and get on the camera. This might not end well. <laughs> if you get halfway through YouTube and the, the screen just gets dragged down, it's Reggie ready. decided that he was just, he just fancied to eat the phone. He's now just wandering around the room. He's fine. He's honestly the most fine he could ever be. Yeah, he's not ill. I, however, on the other hand, am. Jen is ill. Yeah. So I think Phil, we, we said um, on the private podcast that we've just recorded, Phil was poorly last week. We were talking about planning. Yeah. And we said Phil was poorly. We couldn't record it on the day we were supposed to be recording it because Phil was like bed bound. Mm. And then we forgot to plan it into the rest of our week. So we were like, here's the importance of planning. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like we both just forgot what we were going to say then. We did. We had <laughs> That's not like us. <laughs> We've usually so much to say. Episode 112. How to stop crashing at the end of the day in the week. Should we dive into Honestly, that? I feel like we need a bit of this this week. Maybe this podcast was meant for us. Maybe we've recorded this just so we can listen it back. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's just one of those weeks this week. It is. So, how to stop crashing. End of the day, end of the week. Um, you all probably know the story. You've all probably lived the story. I know we've both lived the story, haven't we? Why? Get home from work. You're absolutely shattered. You've got no energy to give to absolutely anything. You've got literally no motivation to do absolutely anything. The last thing you want to do is cook anything decent, do any form of exercise, go for a walk. You literally don't want to do anything. Like you're, you're at a point now where you're like, I want to do literally zero, absolutely zero. And it's at that moment that you're like, do you know what? scrap this diet and stuff this you know whatever your goal is at the minute this weight loss stuff this you know i'm trying to do this trying to do you know what just not for now i'm just not doing it i'm just too tired i've had too much on i'm just not doing it and then when you reflect back on that you start to feel guilty because you're like but i've said i'm gonna do it why am i not doing it now i feel oh i'm an idiot i'm just not good enough i'm clearly just not trying hard enough because i'm pushing and pushing pushing at work i'm doing all this stuff then i get home then i'm still tired how do people actually do this or and this is very similar. You get to the weekend and you kind of have a similar thought. It's like, it hits Friday, you finish work at five o'clock, the weekend's arrived and you're like, do you know what? I want to do nothing for the next two days. I'm going to do zero. Um, we have a client now who actually, she doesn't do it anymore. 
because actually she does all the things that we're actually going to mention now, um, but she used to call them her sloth days. Mm-hmm. She's like, two days after that, right, I'm going to have two sloth days, I'm going to do zero, I'm going to do absolutely nothing, but actually she implemented what we're going to speak about, and now that no longer happens. She no longer needs a sloth day. Uh, but ultimately, the reason we're chatting about this today is because when you're crashing at the end of the day or the end of the week, it's moving you away from the direction you want to be going in, basically. You're not living the life you want to live. And you're just constantly going through this spiral of, I'm tired, I can't do it, moving away from my goals, feeling guilty for it, starting again. And that in itself becomes tiring. You just feel so frustrated, so worn out. And there is a solution. And that's exactly what we're going to give you right now. Yeah. So when we're thinking about like getting through our days, very often that's how it feels. I just need to get through my day. Whether that is because like overwhelmed with life, overwhelmed with work, just feeling like you've got too much to do. If we're in that mindset of we just need to get through our day and then we can just have a minute in the evening, that is probably why we keep ending up crashing in an evening. So what essentially we need to do is find ways to not just stop in the evening. So if your current daily situation is just going to get through work, just like just going to get it all done so I don't have to work after work, just going to like work through my lunch, not have any breaks, just power through, like just get it all done and then I'll just stop afterwards that is the reason right now why you keep crashing at the end of the day and what we need to start doing is finding ways to take breaks for ourselves. and right now like taking a break or putting your lunch like protecting your lunch and things like that might feel like a really big step if you're someone who's used to like working through like I used to do it when I was teaching like any break I'd be murking any dinner time I'd be murking I wouldn't stop from probably seven. I used to get in work at seven and then I would leave mm, probably by the end of my career. I was getting to a point where I was leaving like half four, five o'clock because I went in early and did a lot in the morning because I worked better in the morning. But like when I first started, I was probably leaving at like six. So like I, I, I genuinely hand on her would not stop for the whole entirety of that time. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I would literally keep working for every single second that I possibly could. And it ruined me. (laughs) And I think even just thinking about taking two minutes for me probably initially would have felt overwhelming. So if you're in that spot right now, then this probably feels like saying to take a break or go for your lunch probably feels quite overwhelming. So what we can do is plan in some mini happy me moments, which we like to call a two minute moments. So it's literally just thinking about curving out at regular intervals throughout your day, just two minutes to do something for you. And that can look completely different for everyone. It can be, well, we've got like a whole list of them for clients to give some inspiration, but it could just be like two minutes focusing on your breathing, short walk, getting some fresh air, literally just going and opening the window and getting some fresh air, just standing up, doing some walking, doing a bit of stretching. It might be if you work from home, go get a cuddle from your pet. It might just be putting your favourite song on and pausing. It might just be as simple as just sitting there and doing nothing for two minutes. Like Whatever it looks like, it's just two minutes of something that's going to give you a little short boost of energy. And if you're like, well, I've not even got two minutes, then we need to challenge that thinking like everybody, every single person on this planet, like I have got mums who are stressed up to their eyeballs with three kids hanging off them, finding time for two minute moments. And like, I would say mums are probably the people who are most time challenged to find time for themselves. So like it is doable. 
these things, if we can work them into our life and find little pockets of time for them, are going to make you more productive, are going to make you more efficient and are going to give you more energy back. And if you're worried about like what other people think, maybe it's like a work culture, maybe like it's not seen as acceptable to, to stop and pause, you could do what my favourite one was. And this is the one that I did in teaching that genuinely like, started I think my like two minute moments was every time I went to the toilet I'd go on my relaxed fu- function on Fitbit and you might have heard me talk at function <laughs> Whoops. that's a swear word <laughs> Jen just said a naughty word on the podcast <laughs> I'm gonna have to mark this one as explicit when I it, because Jen said function <laughs> function no, I've not, we've not had it we've only ever had two explicit podcasts I've and one was by accident this was the one that was by accident the other one was on purpose the other one was Emily's fault wasn't it Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, so it was uh, doing your two minute relax function on Fitbit. With a no. With a no. This is for the cat. <laughs> um, and literally just breathing for two minutes. And I just got into the habit of like, in the end, I wasn't even using the breathe, the, the Fitbit function. I was literally just the whole entire time I went to the toilet. I was just like focusing on cutting in for four, right, for, for six. Um, and then it got to a point where like when I was feeling stressed like in the middle of the classroom you've probably heard me talk about this all the time that I'd just like literally stop and if the kid was speaking to me I'd be like just give me a minute and I'd just like stand and count my breaths and like the kids didn't care they weren't bothered at all um, they probably loved it yeah they did Mrs. being weird what? again <laughs> yeah that is usually I was usually doing something weird so it was probably not out of the ordinary and do you know what's really nice is that um, we have a client, Nadia, who does this all the time, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. In that, if you have things like that that work for you, share it with other people. So, or if you're trying to work on that things like that, do it with other people. So, the perfect example is she was trying to work on mindful eating, wasn't she? And it was when it was in lockdown, and she would put a mindful eating video on and do it with the whole class. And like, yeah, all right, that maybe doesn't apply to a lot of job roles, but, like, I would do things like that. Like, if I was doing the breathing thing and, and a kid said to me, like, Miss, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm just feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now. I'm just doing a little bit of breathing. Like, it can be great. And it becomes a teaching point. You can do that with your kids. You can do that with other employees. Like, it, it's just share it. Like, spread it around. Make it make it work for everyone. What I maybe wouldn't do is if your boss comes over feeling really stressed, it's just go, have you ever thought of doing some breathing? <laughs> yeah. Switch on your Fitbit function. You might just need to breathe a little bit. Have you ever thought of just breathing? Open a window, get some fresh air. (laughs) That one might not go down as well, but the other examples are really, really good. Something else that you can do, and this definitely doesn't ever get thought about anywhere near enough, and this can be a massive game changer, is asking yourself the question, how can I make this more fun? Because in life, what we often see, and we fall into this trap all the time, when you do something, you just assume that that's just how it's always done. So you fall into the trap of things become a little bit tedious and boring because you just keep doing the same things over and over again. And ultimately, the downside is if you do want some kind of result in anything in life, whether it's personal or professional, you tend to do just have to repeat things over and over again until you get really good at them. But the best way to repeat something is to want to repeat it. So if you can ask yourself the question, how can I make this thing that I have to do more fun? And what it actually does is it moves you away from thinking, how can I do this thing that I have to do? And it becomes a want to do. It becomes something you actually want to go and do because it's now fun. And you're not going to be able to do this with absolutely everything. You're not because in life we do just sometimes have to do hard things and get through them. But if that's the point you're making for everything, if that's the way you're doing everything, you're going to feel like you're just just about surviving. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like you're just falling from task to task to task and you're never going to want to do the next thing. 
And the problem with not wanting to do the next thing is, if you're stuck doing something you don't want to do, you've just come from a task that you didn't want to do either. And the next thing that you've got to do, you don't want to do. You're just surrounded by stuff that you don't want to do. It's no wonder you felt you've got absolutely no energy and no motivation because everything that you're doing, you don't want to do. Whereas if you can sprinkle a little bit of fun in some of the things that you do, you'll be constantly seeing parts of your day where you're like, yeah, I want to do this next thing. Or, oh, I'm glad I just did that. That was really fun. Or, I don't mind that I've got to do this next because I'm currently doing this that I'm really enjoying. And it's not now about turning everything into a party. We're not saying everything's going to be the most exciting thing you've ever done in your entire life. But just how can you make something more enjoyable? And that's going to be a completely different answer from person to person and task to task. But it's going to be a really good question for helping you to see what you're currently doing probably isn't serving you well and it's probably draining your energy simply because you can't be bothered doing it. Like as a very easy example, there might be a work-related task that you could do with someone else. Straight away, it's more fun you're doing it with somebody else. Or it might just be the environment you're doing it in. Do you actually have to work where you're working right now? Can you go and sit in Costa and do it? Other coffee shops oh, are available. Can you go into your good. office if you're working from home and really yeah. not enjoying it? Like go into the office. Or if you're in the office but you'd rather work from home, can you go home? Like Just have a think, Mike. I think a good way to ask this question is, am I doing it this way because this is just the way I've always done it? Because we do as humans fall into habits. We fall into, we just do what we've always done because that's what we've always done. And we never really take the opportunity to think, could, could I make this more fun? Could I make it more enjoyable? Could I do this differently? And straight, like for us, the big one for us, and not everybody can do this, and I've mentioned it already. When we're having a day where we've just got a bit of a, a roadblock, like things are just feeling more difficult than usual, we will literally just jump in the car and go to Costa. Now I get you might be sat there going, well, it's all right for you, I can't do that. And that's fine. We've just found our solution that we can do. There will be something you can do to make mm -hmm. it more fun. And if you're struggling and you sat there and you're like, no, you're wrong. There literally is no way I can change anything about anything. Drop one of us a mess mm. message. Just drop us a message and say, look, this is my challenge. This is what I'm struggling with. I'm trying to make things more fun. Like, I've listened to what you've said, but no, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. How am I supposed to make X, Y, and Z more fun? And we will work with you to work out how you can do that so you can start looking forward to the task that you've got to do. It'll give you more energy. You'll have more motivation. You'll want to do these things. And you're not going to get to the evening thinking, oh, I'm absolutely shattered because I've just spent a full day doing stuff I didn't want to do. Do you know what? Sometimes, like, you can put a spin on that. Sometimes making something more fun isn't actually about changing the task. It might be about, like, creating a system so that it's easier. Mm. That that in 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 its own way makes it more fun because it means it gets done quicker yeah. because you've got more a system efficient. to to just get the job done that you don't necessarily want to. Then if you compare that at the end with something that you do enjoy, so one of your two minute happy me moments after, um, something that you kind of have to do that you can't really do much with, then you've got something that's coming that you can look forward to. So it's not just this big dreaded task all the time, and then we're thinking about that on like a daily basis so hopefully that's going to help us to not keep crashing on the end of the day but the same goes across your week as well like are you just waiting for the fun stuff at the weekend because if you were we're going to have that same attitude that we were with our day of just got to get through the week until i can enjoy myself and it's like how like retirement age has just gone up hasn't it i think it just keeps going up to be honest like we're <laughs> gonna spend more time Sorry, working than... just trying to get his ball from <laughs> under the couch let's just let's just bring you up here mate because that's gonna be very is. loud um we're gonna spend more time working than ever before now and if we are choosing to just get through every week and wait till the weekend for fun like what way of living our life like what way is 
what, 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 what? If you work, you know just put I mean. some numbers on it because I love numbers. If you work for 70 years and you're waiting for the weekend, you're going to spend 50 of those 70 years waiting for the weekend. That's a long blooming time. It a really very is. long time. And that is just not a fun, nice fact, is it? No. So, what I challenge you to do is think, well, or what we challenge you to do is to think, can you put things in your evenings that you're looking forward to? Like one big thing, one big change that we made that improved our happiness massively this year is by actually working mornings and evenings instead of mornings and afternoons because it worked better for us in our timetable and when we were speaking to people. So we now take our afternoons off and actually it gives us the freedom to go and do things in our afternoon that we weren't doing because we were working like random little chunks throughout the day and we didn't really have that time to like do those things for ourselves. So it's thinking about... And again, they don't have to be big things, but it might be just like having one evening where you switch the TV off and do something different, maybe mm-hmm. play some games. Like it might be that like oh, I've just we've just had a um a new um lady join the BBB team. She does karate with her daughter, like parent child karate, and I think that's absolutely amazing. But if you can like spend some quality time with your kid like that in your week, that's bound to pick you up. Like, I'll start that with Reggie, bit of karate. Bit of karate with Reggie, you do that anyway. He'd beat me up, he always does, <laughs> he always wins, he jumps all over my face as soon as I lie down. Yeah, yes, you, looking at me. Um, but yeah, it doesn't have to be that like, anything mad and crazy, like, it might just be that like, you go to the cinema in the middle of the week. Oh, I don't know, I've seen the prices of cinema tickets oh, yeah, these no, days. That's very true. But I heard someone the other day, I think I said this on the podcast, it was two parents, two kids. I'm pretty sure they said it was that 110 quid. Oh, no. It's crazy. You go for a weekend away in Spain. Maybe you create a den in the house and have a film night in the middle of the week. Do that. <laughs> we did that, didn't we? Yeah, it was well. really fun. We set up a den in the, in the living room. It was great. Yeah. What did we watch? Mm. Great Expectations? Uh, no. Oh, oh it's on the it? tip of my tongue. It was a good film. You're the one with Leonardo DiCaprio in. Yeah. No, they said what happens at the end, though. Um, whereas, like in the Flapper Girls era. He's uh, got that big house. People will be screaming it at us. Yeah. No. Oh, that's really killing me. The Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Go on, Phil. Love I never film. get the films now. Um, such a good film. Leonardo Someone walking down the street and I'm going, Great Gatsby. It's yeah. Great Gatsby. It's great. Consult. It's one of you. It's Great Gatsby. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just being a little bit creative and not just waiting for the weekend to do something a bit different. Like we say, it doesn't have to be mega. Like, we went to a gig on Sunday... And we were both like, oh, we'd never do this on a Sunday before. On a school night. And it was really last minute. Like, it was like a dead cheap gig. Someone that we enjoy. Um, Our friend was supporting them, which was a big moment for her. So it was like, oh, do you know what? Let's go and do it. And that's not something we'd normally do. And it gave us so much energy. Yeah, all right. We're a little bit more tired on Monday morning. But But we actually wasn't, if you think back. No, we wasn't actually. We actually had more energy on Monday. I felt like we woke up like revived. Yeah. Because we'd just done something that we really enjoyed. I don't remember waking up on Monday and being like, I'm really tired. Yeah, I didn't actually. I felt ready to go. And it's because we'd just done something, even though we'd had a later night. Yeah. Which is definitely strange for us because we never have a late night. But if you're feeling low on energy, absolutely shattered, you're waiting for the weekend or you're just falling through your week, take advantage of these mini moments, two minute moments, the ones Jen mentioned before. Think about how you can make things more fun and start planning some things in that you're gonna look forward to in your evenings, don't just wait for the weekend. The weekend's miles away. Start doing things now. Or if you like shift workers and you get days off in the middle of the week, think, what does nobody else get to do at this time? Mm. We like to do that. But now we've got afternoons off. Like, what can we do that nobody else could do at this time of the day? Mm, 100%.
Right, Jen, ready to put on the spot? Yeah. Wonderful. I Good. think Reggie's too. Look how cute he is right now. I'm not putting Reggie on the spot. He's just sat there like a human. You ready? Oh, you wrote it down. Well, yeah, just guess I've got. Okay. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? <laughs> like, just as like a... Just My to put stomach. Some... What? IBS. Oh, right. Just get rid of IBS. I was thinking more of like a useful way. Like, you oh. could detach and... I don't mean get rid of. This is why you didn't let me finish oh, the question. sorry. So, when I say detach, I don't mean get rid of. I just mean like, it's detachable. So, you can put it back on whenever you want. Oh, okay. So, like, if you're doing it for IBS, you're not going to put it back on, are you? Cause... No, because I don't want... So, which body IBS. part, if you let me finish the question yeah. then... Would you detach and why, based on the fact that you could just reattach it again later on? Well, I think the obvious one's got to be an arm, hasn't it? Oh, why? <gasps> My head. Your head? Yeah. You lose So I could it. turn around and see stuff behind me. Can I just turn around? Not all the way. Not like an owl. All right. Like a full 180. So you want to be able to just spin your head all the way around? Yeah, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? That's like technically detached, yeah. But maybe it wouldn't be able to. Maybe you'd have to detach it and then turn it Well, that's around. what I was thinking in my head. Oh, that'd be horrible to watch. Yeah, it would, wouldn't oh, it? It's a good answer, though. Thanks. Yeah. I was initially thinking my arm, so I could take it off and reach high places, but like, You're I'm, I've too. got like the world's longest arm, so I can reach whatever. If you can't reach something, it's not worth reaching. I know. So I feel like that one would be a bit pointless for me. Um, I don't feel like there's any point in detaching a leg. Like you wouldn't like detach like a finger or a toe or anything like that, would you? Mm. And what use is that going to give you? To take one finger off and. You could reach over and tickle someone's nose. <laughs> no. Why? I'd just stretch a bit further. I think. Throw it at someone. <laughs> no, I think I'd. I think it'd be my head, yeah. Would you? I don't know how many times in life I've wanted to look at something that's directly behind me, but no. also as well, if you're looking at something that's directly behind you, I feel like you're being sneaky, aren't you? And taking your head off and spinning it around is not yeah. very sneaky. Yeah, it's like when someone says, don't look, and then you start unscrewing your head. It's like, <laughs> I don't look right now, but I don't look over there at that person just yet, but, and you're unscrewing your head. It's probably not going to work out very well. Um, I feel like it will prove useful for something, though, that. Uh, it could scare kids at Halloween. Yeah, be a great party trick. Oh, do you know what you could do? You could take your head off and just like leave it in a room as like CCTV. <laughs> so you could be in another room, just sat there. But how would I get? <laughs> how would I get it back? Swap back. <laughs> I can't see. The <laughs> body just stumbling around, grappling. For how his weird head. must that be? You sat, your head sat in a room. You just see your own body walking in. <laughs> well, there I, I could do that with. Do deal with that with Reggie. Yeah, leave your head in bedroom so you don't need <laughs> ibuprofen. Yeah. It'd be creepy. I just imagine like putting it put my head on my pillow and like took took it right up. Oh. You get <laughs> you, do you know what? You're clumsy enough as it is. We don't need you detaching your head. You need your head as close to your body as physically possible. <laughs> fell down the stairs the other day. Oh, what I else did. have you done this week? You fell down the stairs. I feel like you dropped something as well. Oh you did? You was making you well, you was helping me make a coffee the other day. I say helping, quote unquote. Poured milk all over the place. <laughs> Didn't really help. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Made the process a lot more challenging. Um, and then followed it. I literally, I literally dropped it. I think I made quite a funny for me because I literally dropped it and then went. Well, no point crying all over that, is there? All over that. <laughs> no point crying over. All over that. I just said that. Made wrong. a funny and then ruined her own joke. <laughs> Could have worked, Jen. <laughs> I was so. too excited for the funny I made and ruined anyway, it. Anyway, we're going with Ed. 
Yeah, head. Fantastic. Jen would remove a head. Great answer. If anybody wants to DM us and let us know what you detach for the sake of detaching that you could reattach, let us know. Other than that, thanks for listening. And can you press that little plus button in the corner so that you start following us and make sure you get all the updates for the latest episodes and you don't miss out then? I think it's a subscribe button, is it? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think, it's a, little pop- I think it's a little plus button. I have no Just idea. Press the little plus button. And I think that means that you now follow us. Winner. Right. Go do that. Have a good one. And, uh, oh, Reggie's oh, off. He's just trying to get yeah. off. He knows we're done now. See you later. Uh, are you going to go and turn the, are you turning the video off for us, Reg? He can't. He's not got thumbs. <laughs> just shook his head. Right. You have to use your thumb on your phone, don't you? Yeah. Never mind. He knows right. what's coming. That's his stress because he knows what's coming. More what's medicine. Coming? Oh, yeah, more medicine. Right, should we go and give you some medicine? You love it, really. Stop pretending. You're not even ill. You're just faking it. Right, yeah. Anyway, have a good one. See you next week. Ta-ra, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.